Hey team, Cam here from Train Tilt. Hey, welcome to this week's episode. Um, just been on the road a little bit actually. I uh, spent um, last weekend at Ironman New Zealand, had a great time. Best place to hang out there is at the foot traffic tent with uh, Rob Dallymore and his crew cheering on um, till right till the end of the race. After that, I headed down to Hawke's Bay um, where my parents-in-law are. They, I don't know if you know, but we had some big storms uh, with a tropical cyclone that came through, caused a fair bit of devastation down in that part of the world. So I went down just to fix a fence um, at my in-law's place that got flattened by a falling tree. Um, and a lot of the roads were closed, so it was a, a really... Um, good opportunity to travel through some of New Zealand's um, older, smaller towns. I've got some photos here on my uh, latest blog. Um, had to take the long way. Um, I think it was about a six-hour drive or something, but um, really uh, enjoyable. Stopped for a few runs, etc. as well. But anyway, I'm just saying that because during that trip, I actually listened to an audio book. So the audio book is called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's actually a really old book um, written by Stephen Covey. I think it's been updated a few times, but um, really timeless uh, content. So all of the content around, um, uh, let me just go back a bit. So I just wanted to, so there's obviously seven habits in there of highly effective people. And one of the habits is uh, seeking first to understand then to be understood. Um, so I want to dive into that because that it reminded me of the last few um, blogs that I've written about marketing for endurance coaches and just making sure you go through that process of thinking about the customer's journey. So part of that is first try and understand what the needs and the problems of your customers are before trying to explain how you can help them with your products and services before trying to sell them the products and services. So again, this is what I always talk about. It requires a thoughtful approach to build trust first with potential clients before you try and, try and sell them something. So in the book, um, the habit uh, of that um, seeking first to understand incorporates a few, some, a few Greek ideas. So ethos, Pathos and logos. So ethos is credibility and trust in summary. Pathos, creating emotional connections and logos using logic and reason. So most coaches jump into using logic and reason about why they should buy their products and services instead of uh, establishing credibility and trust and also establishing emotional connections. So I'll read these out, the brief some brief definitions of ethos, pathos, and, and logos. Ethos, the use of credibility, authority, and trustworthiness to persuade an audience. Ethos is established by demonstrating expertise, experience, and reputation for, for honesty and integrity. All good stuff. Pathos, so that comes from the word empathy, I think, or empathy comes from the word pathos. Uh, the use of emotions and feelings to connect with an audience and evoke a desired response. Pathos is created by tapping into the audience's values, beliefs, fears, hopes, and desires. And finally, Logos, the use of logic, reasoning, and evidence 
to support an argument or point of view. Logos relies on facts, data, statistics, and other forms of objective evidence to make a case. So in the book, um, Stephen suggests that when you are presenting to anyone, could be a customer, could be a, um, an employee, uh, could just be friends, family, that when you present, you should order things in ethos, pathos, then logos. So in relation to marketing activities, I might be inclined to use pathos first and then go with ethos and then finally logos. But whatever your inclination, logos should be last. So a lot of coaches put logos first as in the logical argument why people should buy your products and services instead of thinking about pathos and ethos first. So anyway, let's dig into each of them. So first, creating pathos. So creating an emotional connection with potential clients is a, uh, an important component of effective marketing. So if you link back to some of my previous posts, I put it in the show notes, um, talked about how coaches skip uh, the first couple of steps of marketing, which is first getting new needs and uh, getting new leads and the second is nurturing them. So pathos and ethos um, is about that uh, nurturing. So in terms of pathos, it's connecting with their uh, emotions um, to help them realize that you understand their values and their problems and their challenges. So the second one is ethos. So once you let them know that you understand their issues, then you can establish ethos. Um, so you can demonstrate your own expertise and experience and show that those values align with their goals and needs, back to the pathos, their goals and needs, their ethos, how your, your experience and your knowledge, your qualifications align with those. And then only after that do you finally use uh, Logos, which is using the logic and, and reasoning to support your arguments that you should, that they should be buying products and services um, from you. So you, then you need to present a clear and compelling case for your services so coaches can help potential clients understand the benefits of endurance training and feel confident in their decision to work with you as a coach. So summarizing all of this, really it just sort of um, reiterates what I've been talking about is that first you need to build trust, um, establish your authority and expertise before you try and persuade anyone um, to buy anything from you. Because without a first um, establishing that credibility and creating those emotional connections, logical arguments will probably just fall flat or uh, come across as untrustworthy, like you're trying to sell them something, but they don't really know you yet. They don't really trust you yet. Um, so just take the time to build rapport, re build rapport and establish like a shared sense of purpose um, with your potential clients. By doing that, you can create a like foundational trust and uh, motivation in your potential clients um, that will make your, when you do logically argue why you might be the right person for them to buy products and services from, then you'll be uh, much more persuasive. So seek first to understand, then to be understood. If you think about that with everything you do when you're, contact, when you're in, in, in contact with potential new clients, then that should really help. All right, catch you guys next week.